What's going on, everybody? My name is Cody Smith. I'm Zachary Smith. I'm Carlos Delgado. And welcome to a special edition of the Unspoken Herd, aka the Grammys edition. We're going to be going over the Grammys, what's currently going on in the industry, and things that they are going to be promoting. Jack and Carlos, would you like to start us off? Tell us a little bit about what's going on and what's been controversial. Well, I wouldn't say there's anything like overly controversial about the Grammys. like glued to your screen you know that's how i am watching award shows um so i I think they're fun and i'm probably always going to watch the grammys every year um but the problem within the music community is when people feel like the grammys really are not uh they're not really digging deep enough you know if every year so much music comes out um and carlos you might agree with me on this it's almost like an iceberg of music and the, the academy that reviews and proposes the nominations I mean, everything you just pointed out, I definitely agree with. And you're right when you say Grammy's just a great way for anyone that's a fan of music to just come together and just watch something that they can all either enjoy or, depending on the results, sometimes just not really enjoy. But yeah, yeah, among the music, among actual musicians, you're, it's very, they don't do enough digging. You're right, and it's sad to see that there's a lot of great artists that aren't even like underground, but just don't get that commercial success if you will yeah then some of these other artists that probably don't deserve it as much but yeah and i just feel like um people start people care a little bit less about the grammys nowadays because you know i feel like at this point it's almost kind of cool to like what's unpopular you know you (laughs) know like it's almost cooler to be a fan of like a non-radio artist than to be a fan of a mainstream artist uh, like, a lot of people are, like, super proud of the fact that they're, like, a fan of maybe a smaller artist, not an underground artist, but an artist that isn't, like, super commercially big, and they kind of, they make that a part of their identity. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen this artist in concert six times, you know? <laughs> um, so I feel like in a society where it's almost, you know, kind of a cool thing to be a fan of, you know, quote-unquote indie artists, the Grammys doesn't really matter to people anymore because it doesn't change who they're a fan of. And most of the time, it's not really exposing people to new artists either because it's all it's artists we've all already heard of. So what I'm getting from this is maybe, and kind of what both of you are saying, is that the Grammys, at least now in its modern form, maybe isn't too representative of the actual public opinion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A lot of people, I know very few people who's, who would say that the best albums from each year are the – I mean, it's a little bit of an odd coincidence that the best, highest quality music of each year just so happens to be the music that's played on the radio eight times a day. Like, isn't that a little bit of an yeah. odd – isn't that a little <laughs> bit of an odd coincidence that the best music is the most overplayed music? Like, so I think, yeah, I think it's more representative of uh, what music is successful in the industry than what music is really, you know, high quality. 
But then again, I guess to become successful, you do have to have a lot of people that enjoy it. So it's it does it makes a little bit of a statement, but definitely. Yeah, and something that uh, I've been told by a good amount of people or adults in my life, if you want to get forward in life, it's not about what you do, it's about the people you know. And I feel like that also implies to the music industry, industry sometimes. I mean, yeah. you have to fit a specific, in order to get like a big hit, that would get that constant radio play. You kind of need to, if you're not already a big artist, you kind of need to fit that mold of making a popular song sometimes. Or just going completely unique. But yeah. that's a kind of rare situation sometimes. Yeah. I get what you're saying, but um, I feel like like nowadays it's almost like if you have something unique about you, like, yeah, you do need connections to become, you know, rich and famous and to become, like, an icon. You do need, like, connections. But I feel like now with social media and, like, the nature of things becoming viral, it's like you go viral first and then the connections will come later, you know? Um, if you look at a lot of the Grammy nominations, I mean, they were songs that blew up through, you know, TikTok. So... Before those songs blew up on TikTok, the people making them, you know, didn't have huge industry connections. But after they blew up, that's where all the connections came in. And now they've got all these, you know, deals with companies. And that's why they're nominated for Grammys is because, you know, companies are really taking note of the sort of the viral Internet culture. And how do you take advantage of breakout artists? So that's what I think about it. Interesting. Well, that being said, let's go over your guys' takes and predictions on Record of the Year. All right, let's let's take a look at Record of the Year. So we've got Don't Shut Me Down by ABBA. Is, is it ABBA or ABBA? I've, I've heard it. I think it's ABBA. Is it, okay, ABBA. <laughs> I've heard it said both ways. Uh, so I've listened. I don't think I've listened to this album. Um, but it, it is cool to see them making a comeback, you know, uh, a band that was very popular decades ago, uh, making a comeback. Um, we've got Easy On Me by Adele. I really liked Easy On Me. It was a, it was what you would expect from an Adele ballad. Um, and I thought that Adele's album that she, I don't know if you listened to it, but I thought the, um, album Adele put out this year was really, really good. Uh, it did have some songs that I thought you know, didn't need to be on there, just they weren't the greatest, a little bit boring. But there was probably about four or five songs on that album that were definitely highlights. The outro song on that album I listen to all the time, uh, Love is a Game. Uh, so yeah, I w it's cool to see Adele making a really good kind of comeback. I don't know if you would call it a comeback because she was only gone for like four years, but I thought it was really good. Yeah, I mean, Adele... Every time you get a new Adele project or just a new song, you know what to expect. I mean, she's one of the best vocalists, of not, if not the best, of our generation. And it's always just good to see her put out something. I mean, she's great. Yes. Great song. Uh, next we got Break My Soul by Beyonce. Uh, I've heard this song a couple times. I've listened to it quite a few times. Um, I thought it was good. Um, a little bit different from the Beyonce that I'm used to hearing because... It seemed like it was a little bit more, like, dancey, a little bit more EDM. Maybe EDM is not the right word. Uh, I would agree. Would it be dance hall? I don't know. I don't know exactly, like, what it was. It I wasn't classic Beyonce R&B pop. It was, uh... It, you're right. It's a dance something. I'd I think it would be, like, dance hall. Maybe. 
I don't know. I, don't know. I think you're right. <laughs> Something like that. It, it was it was a different genre. That let's agree on that. Um, and so I liked it. I don't know if it would be my pick for the best one of these, but uh, it was good. Yeah, I mean, you basically right there. It's Beyonce. I mean, it, it was anticipated, and obviously with Beyonce releasing anything, it's gonna be big and. She took a different direction, which I like. Yeah. It's good to see something fresh from these big artists, you know? And and it was massively successful. The album that it was off of, the Renaissance album, uh, I think was one of the highest selling albums of the year. So whatever she puts out, she always finds her way to, she always finds success. <laughs> Next one. Ooh, I don't know if I can speak on this one because I don't think I've listened to it, but it is Good Morning Gorgeous by Mary J. Blige. Um... I've listened to a couple of Mary J. Blige songs. Not that one, though. So <laughs> yeah, I'm in the same category there. I have not listened to that song, sadly. Yeah, I don't think I can speak about that one. Part of me feels like like maybe I, I'm not qualified to be making decisions <laughs> on which of, which of these I would vote for because <laughs> I haven't listened to all of them. But after I read all of these uh, nominations, I will say which one. We will both say which ones we uh, think is deemed worthy of getting the award. Uh, but I feel like, you know, I feel like my credibility here is like slowly, <laughs> slowly diminishing with each song I say I haven't listened to. Um, you and Me on the Rocks, Brandy Carlisle. I haven't listened to that one Neither either. Neither have I. Ludacris is on that. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not Ludacris. No. <laughs> that's not Ludacris. I've misread that. Luce, that is Lucius. 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 Uh, <laughs> all right. You want to continue reading them? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you got, next it's Woman by Doja Cat. This is one I have actually have listened I've to. I've listened to this one. Uh, another big song off of TikTok. That's where I first heard it. Uh, Doja Cat's been around for a while. I just didn't, I'm not really that much of a fan, so. She's but. got a good voice. Um, I really like some of her, like, 2016, 2017 stuff. Um, but I, I feel like her newer albums have been super poppy, which to a lot of people is a good thing. I just, I don't know if, if. I really like her that much. It's very repetitive, uh, very radio-friendly. Nothing wrong with the song being radio-friendly, though. It's just not really – it's not my type of pop music, the type of pop music she makes. But I thought Woman was a decent song. I think it took some elements from, like, uh, reggaeton music. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, I get it there. I mean, Doja Cat, great artist. Woman wasn't my personal favorite that she's released this year. I feel like she's had better songs, but it's a good song. For it to be nominated, I mean, it fits. Yeah. Uh, now we've got Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. Uh, I think a lot of people have heard this song. I've heard this song many, many times. Um, I thought it was really cool because Steve Lacey, um, I think it was kind of his entrance into the world of uh, commercial music. Steve Lacey's always had a pretty big fan base, or I wouldn't even say big. I'd say he's had a medium-sized fan base. A lot of people knew him because he was, you know, had a lot of connections with Tyler, the creator, uh, Frank Ocean. Uh, he had produced for Kendrick Lamar, Mac Miller, you know, there's a long list. Um, so he had, he had a, you know, a decent-sized fan base, but with the album he put out this year, Gemini Writes, I kind of feel like his fan base you know, tripled, you know, or made it, like, probably more than tripled. I mean, it basically brought him from being, like, this small sort of indie artist that people really enjoy listening to to someone whose music is, you know, played regularly on the radio, top of the charts on every streaming service. So 
it was cool seeing like that kind of transition for Steve Lacey. I mean, like we said earlier, that's another Steve Lacey, someone that's really grown a big fan base because of like TikTok and yeah. definitely social media trends, and it's cool to see because he makes great music, and it's good to see him finally get the recognition he that does. he deserves. Hopefully, and other artists can get that. And what I like about him that I think kind of sets him aside from some of the arti- other artists on here is that all of his music is uh, self-written. It's all self-produced. Uh, you know, he's kind of it's a one-man show in a way. Which I like. Yeah, I mean, I love Bad Habit. I uh, feel like a lot yeah. of people do. Great yeah, song. It's a good song. It's a good, it's a good indie pop song. I like it. Uh, this next one I like a lot. It's The Heart Part 5 by Kendrick Lamar. Um, it's a really good song. It was the lead-in to the, uh, to the Mr. Mor- Mr. Morale album. <laughs> it was released a couple days before the album came out. And then it didn't actually end up being on the album, so he released this song as a single right before the album came out. Um, but it was really good. Uh, talks a lot about, you know, cycles of cycles of racism, if that's a good way of putting it. Uh, and I thought there were in the music video there was a lot of like you know <laughs> Easter eggs that you kind of had to be paying really close attention to to really get what he was trying to go for. Uh, so a lot of really good things about this song. Uh, Kendrick Lamar put out just a great album this year anyway. Yeah, I mean, Kendrick Lamar coming back from his five-year hiatus, yeah. I mean, obviously anything that he would have released would have been anticipated, but I feel like he knocked it out of the park with the heart part five. I mean, yeah, great I mean, song. Sampled Marvin Gaye, too. Which mm-hmm. is, yeah. Uh, About Damn Time by Lizzo. That's another nomination. There's a lot of nominations. I'm, list, I'm listing them all off, and I'm like, do, do these nominations ever end? There are so, <laughs> there's so many Record of the Year nominations. Uh, but uh, About Damn Time, kind of the same way I feel about Doja Cat. It was a good pop song, but not really my type of pop song. A little bit too poppy. Had a good bass line, though. <laughs> I like the bass line. This is another one that was kind of targeted towards that TikTok audience. Um it was it, it was very like uh, it's a very yas girl pop song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can you can kind of tell uh, in a way where those songs are released, where you, it's kind of meant to be for social like media, like a dancey dance yeah. kind of song. And about damn time was that type of song, but it's a good song. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah. uh, over the summer at my summer job, I would hear that song a whole lot through the sound speakers. So I've gotten a little sick of it. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, but it's a good song in the end. Yeah. And then last but not least, what would a record of the year list be without Harry Styles? (laughs) Uh, It's Harry Styles as it was. This song was played on every radio station, top of every chart. Everybody knew the words, whether you liked it or not. (laughs) Um, And yet with all that, I still don't think it was a bad song. Uh, It was – I mean, I liked the instrumental. I thought the lyrics were – you know, nothing groundbreaking like the instrumental, but uh, I thought it was good. I, I I don't complain when I hear the song as it was. I, I I keep it on. I know people that think the song is overplayed and they'll, like, you know, change the channel when <laughs> they hear it play on the radio. I think it's fine. I think it's a good song. And I think the melody is really good, too. So not much to complain about for Harry Styles. Yeah, that's, I'll just restate a lot of what you said, except I'm one of those people that, think that the song's been overplayed a little much. Yeah, but it has been. It has <laughs> been. 
that, I mean, that doesn't really matter in the end because it's a great song. I think it's definitely out of the big pop names that we got in this category. I think it's my favorite out of those. And yeah, Harry Styles, great artist. I mean, great song as well. That was his single going into his album, right? It was, yes. Yeah, great way to start it off then. It was. Now, with all this being said, are you ready to uh, pick which one you think deserves to be the record of the year? Yeah, I mean, out of all these options, there's two that I haven't listened to. So, I can't, obviously, like you said earlier, I feel less qualified since I haven't listened to everything in the category. But out of everything I have listened to, I think I'll have to give it to the Heart Part 5. Heart Part 5. I mean. Not a bad pick at <laughs> all. Um, I'm a little torn here because... I'm deciding between, believe it or not, I never thought I'd, deci- I'd be deciding between Harry Styles and Steve Lacey. But I think I'm going to go... Ah. <laughs> tough, to, tough choice. I think I'm going to go with Harry Styles. Wow. And I'm not, even that big of a, <laughs> I'm not even that big of a Harry Styles fan. And I never thought I would pick him <laughs> over Kendrick or Steve Lacey. <laughs> but in... In terms of these specific songs, I think I'm going to go with Harry Styles. All right. So that being said, let's move on to, after that very long record of the year <laughs> <Yeah>. list, <laughs> album yeah. of the year. And what your guys' thoughts are on the take and with right. it, on this one. <laughs> let's with that being said, after that very, very long list of record of the year, let's go over the albums of the year and your guys' takes on these individual choices. Alright, so first we have Voyage by ABBA. Like I said, I love ABBA. I think they put out a lot of good music in the 80s and 90s. Um, But I have not listened to enough of this album for me to call it my fave. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I only listened to the one song that was also nominated for Record of the Year, Don't Shut Me Down. But, I mean, it's ABBA. I'd love to give it a listen, give it a full listen, and... Yeah. Uh, next, we have 30 by Adele. I'm, that's another one that I haven't fully listened to, but I did get a good I, – I got a good amount through the album when I did listen to it. It's an Adele album. I mean, it's always going to be quality, great. I just It's Adele, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is an Adele album, but I do think with this one she took a little bit – I think she took a little bit more of a creative direction than some of her other albums because I think she took a lot more risks in terms of – not just sticking. I think in a lot of her other albums, she kind of sticks to the same piano ballad form for all of her songs. And there was a lot of songs on here that weren't just Adele piano ballads um, that were more, I mean, there were some songs that were more dancey. A lot of songs that kind of gave off um, R&B feel, feels. Uh, I don't know if you listen to the parking, I think it's called Parking Lot or something like that. Uh, it's, I think it's called like Parking Lot Blues or something. Um, but that I was, I thought the beat for that went, uh, really, it went hard. I'm like, <laughs> I um, and now I got to find the name of it because I see Adele on there and I now know the name. Uh, all night parking. That was the, that's the parking name. lot. <laughs> parking lot blues. <laughs> it is called all night parking. Um, and I thought that was really good. Uh, I thought the whole album was good. And I think I already said this, but the outro to the album little bit of a longer song it's six minutes but it is such a good way i mean the album just really goes out with a bang with that last song so i liked it a lot 
don't know if it's my favorite album of the year. When I think of my favorite albums of the year, I don't really think of Adele, but I did really like it. Yeah, I mean, I'm can't really say much that you haven't said. Just great album. It's Adele, man. <laughs> can't go wrong. <laughs> uh, next is Un Verano Sin Ti, Bad Bunny. I don't know if you guys have listened to this album. Uh, have you? I have listened to a majority of the songs. I don't know them by heart, but I have. I've kind of skipped around that album a little bit, but I, I have some recollection of it. I'm and uh, I, I didn't really like it that much, if I'm being honest. I kind of thought I kind of think about it the same. I did go into it with a very open mind, knowing that I'm not the biggest fan of like the you know Latin reggaeton type of of music. Um, I just kind of felt like every song on that album sounded the same. Uh, but I think he's a really talented performer, Bad Bunny. I've seen videos of him performing, and I think he has a great stage presence. But it's just, I feel like all the reggaeton songs sound <laughs> the same. <laughs> and I'm not trying to, like, you know, stereotype an entire genre, but that's kind of how I feel. No, I think I get what you mean. A lot of a lot of the songs are have the same beat to them or rhythm. And mm-hmm. I mean, I love. I listen to this album front to back. I love Bad Bunny. He's a great artist. Uh, a lot of the songs are a little repetitive, but I, I love it. I'm a big fan of reggaeton, and it's it's an incredible reggaeton album. Album. I mean, anything Bad Bunny releases in general also is just incredible. I'm a fan of them, and yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that. Well, I don't know if I'm surprised, but. Uh, Titi Me Preguntó, that's a big song off of that album that definitely exploded. I'm surprised that didn't get nominated for Record of the Year, to yeah, be honest. I know that song is <laughs> <it's> iconic. <laughs> uh, next we have, we mentioned it earlier, Renaissance by Beyonce. A lot of crossover between the Record of the Year songs and the Album of the Year albums. A lot of crossover. Uh, I didn't listen to enough of this album to form an opinion, but I did listen to Break My Soul. I thought it was really good. Um... And I know overall, it seems like everyone had a very positive opinion on this album. So I feel like if I listened to it, I would like it, but I'm not going to judge my opinion just off of what everyone else thought of it. But uh, it's been the one song I listened to on this album. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm also in that same boat where I'm just not, haven't listened to enough of it. But you're right, I've heard nothing but positive things about Renaissance. I mean, Beyonce, and she's, what's the word I'm looking for? The queen? Queen of pop. No, queen of que- R&B? Is it R&B? I feel, like, I feel like it's something else. She's the queen of Queen B. So she's Queen B. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anything that she would be releasing, I feel like would be great. Uh, I guess, like you said also, I haven't listened to enough of this album, but yeah. I've heard nothing but positive things. And if it has that same dance feel throughout the album that Break My Soul did, I'd happily listen to it. I'm yeah. really excited to listen to it, actually. Now, Good Morning Gorgeous, I think neither of us have really dug into that album, so I'm thinking nope. maybe we skip that one. Uh, not to say it's not a valid nominee, but <laughs> no point of talking about something we haven't listened to. Yeah. Same with the Brandy Carlisle album that was also nominated. I don't think either of us have listened to those two, so maybe we just skip past them for nope. now. <laughs> Which brings us on to Music of the Spheres by Coldplay. Ah, this album was really disappointing. As, a, as someone who was a Coldplay fan, <laughs> still is a Coldplay fan, this really felt like Coldplay just selling out for the radio. Mm. Um, 
it wasn't even like it didn't even sound like a Coldplay album. It sounded like a pop album. <laughs> if you told me it was, you know, uh, I I don't even want to get into it because it <laughs> makes it makes me really mad that such a talented group of artists could like sell out and literally make a pop album. I think there were two songs with BTS on them. Like, in what world is Coldplay the band that makes like rock ballads that are like <laughs> like beautiful rock ballads? collabing with a Korean boy band. That's, <laughs> and that's that's not a diss at BTS because they're great at what they do, but why is Coldplay collabing with them? And the whole album just seemed so cheaply made, um, and it seemed like such a bad attempt to get streams. And a band that makes such authentic music like Coldplay really kind of dropped down low for this album. And I'm confused why it even is nominated for anything. Like, what? Th- there was nothing genius about it. Nothing genius or innovative about it. Uh, like, I, I don't even, I don't even know how it got nominated. Yeah, I mean, I haven't. I actually haven't listened to this album myself. Uh, I did hear. I remember hearing one of those songs with BTS on there. I think it just popped up randomly. I was like, I just got curious. I mean, Coldplay and BTS. How is that going to go out? I don't remember. I don't remember what my opinion on it was, but. I'm I'm looking through the album right now. Did, do they have emojis as some of yeah, their? Yeah, they put some <laughs> some of the song titles on that album on emojis. They put emojis in the song. It's <laughs> you couldn't even get away with that five years ago. How could we get it? <laughs> I don't know. This just bothers me because the truth is, I'm not even disappointed in the music itself. I'm disappointed that a band like Coldplay would release this album. If it was a band that I cared less about, I wouldn't be as mad. Well, you seem very, very passionate about Coldplay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, next, we have uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar. I mean, this was definitely one of my top albums of the year, and it rightfully, rightfully deserves to get nominated. I mean, Kendrick Lamar, like we said before, five-year absence, coming back with a really good album. I mean, I loved a lot of the features on there, uh, and just this is a great Kendrick track. I mean, I, track, album. I wouldn't say it's his best, but... I wouldn't say it's his best either. I mean, it's Kendrick Lamar. It's great hip-hop album, and had a lot of things going, especially when he was writing this, just through his mind. A lot of mental aspects that went into this album. I thought it was really good to see. Yeah, um, I like the album a lot. Like you said, I don't think it's his best album, but I thought it was very good. And it was great seeing him come back from a five-year hiatus with such a creative project. And that's kind of the thing with Kendrick is that all his projects are very creative. They're all very conceptual in the sense that he really has a central theme. Not even a central theme. He kind of has a lot of themes that he tries to convey with his albums. And a lot of them do tell a story. I think all of his albums tell a story. Uh, And it's a shame that some people are like – I think some people are very closed-minded when it comes to hip hop because people sort of downplay hip-hop and, like, the type of messages that it has. Yeah. Uh, I think if more people were open-minded and they really listened to Kendrick's music, they could see sort of the brilliance of it. Um, but I did think this was a really good album. And I listen to a lot of these songs to this day on repeat as well. Now we've got Special by Lizzo. Um, I listened to a couple songs off this album. I think I already said this, but Lizzo's music tends to be very, uh, 
it's sort of what we like to call empowering pop. It's supposed to make people feel happy, feel good about who they are, which is a great thing. Sometimes it feels a little bit too, you know, like feels a little bit too bubbly and happy yeah. sometimes, and a little bit artificial, like uh, corporate music. I think. Yeah, I uh, you know, and I think it spreads a lot of great messages of like you know self acceptance, but at the end of the day. It just it's too yes queen, too <laughs> too girl boss, too girl boss ish for me to like it. So too much like Cole, Coldplay. <laughs> Not at all like Coldplay. But I, don't like, I don't like either of them. <laughs> I'm, I have I haven't listened to this album other than the the one single single that we talked about about damn time. Um, I've heard some good things about this album. Uh, I've heard that Lizzo went in some different directions throughout the album. Like I said, I haven't listened to it myself. I would want to give that a listen to form a true opinion, but I'll just go with everything you said because there's a lot of music out there that's very, like you said, corporate music. And yeah. if that's the feel of the album, I'm still going to give it a listen, but I'll try to have a more open mind when I'm going into it. And now lastly, we've got Harry's House by Harry Styles. Um, even though I did say that I want Harry Styles to win Song of the Year, I think I'm going to say I thought this album was pretty mediocre. Um, there was a couple really good songs. As It Was was good. Um, I thought Grape Juice was good. And that's about it. Uh, there was another one that I'm blanking out on. The name. The Wait, title. Talking? Late Night Talking, I thought that one was good. Um, and then there was one more, but I'm forgetting the name of that too. But I did think it was an okay album. If I had to rate it, I'd give it like a 6. Or a, a 6 or maybe a 6.5. Um, I mean, we're not rating, but that's yeah. just what I would give it. <laughs> so, it's okay. I mean, I thought, it was a, I thought it was a pretty good album. I mean, being a pop album from one of the biggest pop artists in the world right now, I thought it was pretty good. I... I listened to it. Uh, I think maybe a week after it came out, I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good project. I mean, Why Not Talking was definitely my favorite. I love that song mm-hmm. for a few weeks straight. Uh, Satellite was really good. That's what the song. That's what. Oh, the, you were, that's that what the was song was of? that I couldn't get to come to mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I loved Satellite. Uh, as it was, obviously being the single out there, and I thought it was a good project from him. I mean, I haven't listened to much other Harry Styles or One Direction. Music outside of like some singles, but I thought it was a good pop album. I thought yeah. it was pretty good. It was really good. And uh, wait, no, take it away. <laughs> no, you're good. Go. Okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna edit this out. <laughs> With that being said, finally, last but not least, let's go over the best new artist category. Reboot. Oh, well, remember we're cutting that apart anyways, so we can just keep going. Because I'm gonna keep going with that for next week. Alright, my pick. Out of all these albums, since that was the last one, I'm going to give my album of the year pick for the Grammys to Kendrick Lamar. I thought that was a great album. Yeah, I mean, when I'm looking at the rest of the nominations, there's only one other album, uh, to me personally, I think, that, well, if I'm talking from a commercial angle, I could argue Harry's House would have a chance of winning it at the Grammys, but 
I mean, Mr. Morale. That's your personal pick, yeah. Yeah. For personal pick, Mr. Morale is just head over heels over a few of these albums. The only one that would come close to me would probably be In Verano Sinti, but Mm -hmm. I mean, it's Candy. Well, it looks like we're, uh, me and you are unanimous on uh, on that one. With that being said, let's go back. With that being said, let's go finally to the best new artist category. All right, best new artist. A lot of artists on here. Um, Anita, what do you think about Anita? I've not listened to her. I, I want to hear your opinion on her because I don't know her. Um, she is a, a Latin pop artist. Uh, she is great. I love, I love Anita. Uh, especially she had a really big song. Uh, what was it called? I'm blanking on that. I was just singing it. I'm envolver. I'm, how did I forget that? But I was just singing that before we started recording. I mean, it's a great song, catchy. She has a lot of songs like that. I mean, just, yes, a little bubbly, but it's really good music. I mean, she was a Brazilian yeah. artist for a yeah. while before that, too. But it's good to see her make that full transition into, like, full Latino American. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to have to listen to her on that. <laughs> now we've got Omar Apollo, or Omar La Polo. I don't know. I think it's, it's Apollo, right? I've yeah. listened to him. <laughs> I've like listened to his music, but I don't. I, yeah, it's Omar Apollo. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I sound dumb now. Uh, I, I mean, he's been around for a couple years. He's been around for like five years, but I guess this is sort of his breakout year. I'm a pretty big fan of his music. I think he's got a good voice. Sometimes I feel like he's maybe trying too hard to be like uh, Latino Frank Ocean, um, <laughs> but that's that's not to that's not to say he's. Uh, bad. One of his songs, uh, Tamagotchi, I believe it's called. I've been playing on repeat a lot. It's got the Pharrell Williams production. Um, and I thought his album that he released this year was pretty good. So, um, you know, he's he's good. I, I don't think he's extraordinary, but I think he's good. Uh, I actually haven't really listened to him too much. Uh, I have listened to one of his songs, Evergreen, or You Didn't Deserve Me At All. I have listened to that. I don't remember where, but I thought it was a great track. I haven't really listened to much else, but he's nominated for a reason. Yeah. Now we've got Domi and J.D. Beck. Now, I think what sets them aside from a lot of these other artists is that most of their music is instrumental. So, uh, and I don't know if you've listened to Domi and J.D. Beck, but uh, two friends they met. It's uh, J.D. Beck is a jazz drummer. Uh, Domi is a, she's a, like a jazz keyboardist they met in college and a lot of their music is uh very improvisational you know it's very free form he plays the drums she is an insane jazz keyboardist i mean insane um and then a lot of times they get what i like the most i would say is that they get a lot of great guest vocalists to you know do vocals over their jazz tracks they have two songs with anderson pack they have a song with uh, Thundercat. They've got a lot of great songs. It's really groovy. The bass lines are awesome. Uh, the the drums are, I mean, he's got great, he's really good at keeping tempo and just kind of soloing, but like not losing the rhythm. Uh, so I think they're really good. I, I've listened to them a little bit, and from what I've heard from them, I've really, really liked them. And I'm glad to see them getting big because they don't seem like the kind of artists that would get big because, you know, freeform jazz is not very popular now. 
so seeing them on the show actually does make me really happy. Yeah, uh, I actually haven't really listened to them, but most of their this album they released not tonight. I mean, it was I'm looking at a lot of the features. Like you were right, like Snoop Dogg has a feature on here too. Busta Rhymes, and I'm a big Anderson yeah. Pack fan. Yeah. So. Well, Anderson Pack actually discovered them, and it was like, wow, like these are great, you know, jazz musicians. Uh, he he literally made a record label just so he could sign them to his record label. Wow. Uh, like they're the only I'm pretty sure they're the only people signed to his record label um, and then he got them all these connections and yeah they're they're, they're great though yeah uh, next we have Mooney Long uh, I don't know we might have to skip this one we might have I, I only know one other artist going forward um, if you want to give some brief notes on some people that you do know the only one I do know is Maneskin is that how you say it yeah Maneskin I don't Maneskin. Uh, if you want to give any other opinions, that's the only one I really know from there. You can go through and mention the names, but if you know any other artists, go ahead and give some brief thoughts on them. Sure. So yeah, um, Maneskin, they made that cover of the of uh, Begin by, uh, I think it's on like Frankie Valli. They did like a rock cover of it. Got super popular. I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm not a Begin fan. Uh, that's mm. just my opinion. Uh, Kobe, Kobe Nuigwe. I hope I said that right. <laughs> I have listened to a couple songs of his, actually. Um, he has a song with Pharrell. He performed, he actually performed at um, Something in the Water Festival, which I think got him pretty popular, just because I think that was like his first festival lineup he was really on. Uh, by the way, that's like my dream festival, is to go, <laughs> to, go to Something in the Water Festival, Pharrell Williams uh, Music Festival. That's like my dream. That, that's off topic. <laughs> um, but he's really good. Uh, I, his beats are different, and he's really good. Yeah. Molly Tuttle, don't know. Wet Leg, I've heard a lot of great things about Wet Leg. I've never listened to them, though, so not much I can say. Uh, my pick for all these, if you, if you haven't already guessed, <laughs> is going to be Domi and J.D. Beck. <laughs> and I really hope they can get bigger, even with them being like a jazz duo. I really do hope they can get big. Yeah, and for me, I sadly don't really know too much of these artists. Uh, Anita's the one I would pick because that's the one I've really like listened to as of recently. But Domi and JD Beck, that I might I've listened to one. I forgot what it was called, but it was one of the songs with Anderson Pack on it. Uh, I might want to listen to the rest of that album. It looks really good. Sure. I mean, and you got me intrigued the way you described it. Awesome. Well, there they go. <laughs> uh, now we've gone through three categories. I think we close up by talking about what would be our pick for album of the year uh, if we were, you know, forgetting about the restrictions of the Grammy nominees. Just Grammys aside, what do you think is, your, is the best album? Um, I mean, there was a lot of quality projects released this year. I mean, great year for music, definitely. For sure. Uh, I am definitely more of a fan of hip-hop. And yeah. for me, just... My favorite album that released this year was J.I.D.'s uh, Forever Story. I mean, to it's me, that album, album was incredible. That's in my top five albums that come out this year. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big hip-hop guy. Um, I, the hip-hop I listen to is like a little bit more like on the sort of alternative side. Um, and I discovered a lot of new artists this year, actually, which I'm really happy to say. But uh, 
in my opinion, the best album that came out this year was Denzel Curry's Melt My Eyes for Your Future. Uh, I was thinking about this a lot today because I knew we were going to be recording this, and I was like, wow, what, what was my favorite album this year? <laughs> and I came to the conclusion that my favorite album was Melt My Eyes for Your Future. It's, 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 really, it's really been helping me, Dad.